it off. Yeah. We are in beautiful Zurich. Oh, Zurich. Zurich, Switzerland. Uh, first time out here. It's fun. Even with the weather, this is the first time I've seen the sun in how many days? And Rene reckons it's the first time he's seen the sun since December. Damn. Damn. But yeah, I love it because I like to come to somewhere and enjoy the culture, the food, the weather, the atmosphere, the people. Yeah, everything. UFC 298. This is stacked. I'll give it a 10. Let's go. All right. Stack me the ooh, Ian Gary versus Jeff Neal, Mirage. Oh shit, that oh yo, that's a ten. Even the prelims, you got Mackenzie Dern, Amanda Lemos, yeah. Oh yeah, JT, Justin Tuffer versus Marcos Rodrigo de Lima. No, no, that's not Robocop. Robocop. No, no, Robocop fought last week. He fought last week. Racist. Tyron Woolley. Racist. Racist. So stack me at ten. I give it a ten. Sleeper fight. Sleeper fight. Ooh, I'm gonna say. Justin Taffer versus Marco Rodrigo. I know who's going to sleep in that fight. It ain't Justin. I'll put a Justin Taffer versus Mar Marcos Rodrigo. That's a that's a sleeper fight for sure. Yeah, that's gonna be standing bang. And Justin's gonna catch him probably in the first round. Yeah, I'm gonna say first round knockout. But this guy, one thing I like about uh, Marcos is his leg kicks. His kickboxing as well is pretty solid, so he just has to not beat him when Taffer throws. But I don't know what his footwork's like. I think he she shells like this, so. When you're shining like this against one of the tougher boys, especially Justin, his boxing is too good. He knows how to find the holes with those four-ounce gloves and get around the guard, get up the middle, uppercuts, body shots. He's got a solid shit as well, you know, so he can take a shot. But, um, yeah, he's my also, so, you know, Justin Tougher, first-round knockout. That's my prediction. Anthony Hernandez versus Roman Kopilov. Anthony was supposed to fight Ikram... Alice Korov, but he's out of the fight due to bad staph infection. Roman Kopilov is a bad man. I think you'll like him. He has 80% finish rate in 14 fights. Anthony is a grappler, a submission specialist. He last fought against Edmund Tabazian. He knocked him out by, by grand and pound. Just wore him out with the wrestling and takedowns, made him gas out. Okay, so this could be a tough fight for Roman as well. Yeah. Um, if he gets out grappled. Yeah. But he's probably worked on that, fixed his weaknesses in that department. Uh, yeah, classic. Grappler versus striker match. I'm going to pick Roman in this fight just because I like the way he's just, he goes for it. He puts himself in the line of fire. So yeah, I'll go for him in this fight. It does the fight go to the distance? No, it doesn't go to the distance. All right. Henry Cejudo versus Marab. Super high level fight here. When Aljo was champion, Marab was determined to stay number one contender because he didn't want to fight Aljo. He wanted Aljo to either lose the belt or go up to the featherweight division. Right. Was that the right move for him to make? And how do these things work at the highest level? Everyone's different. Everyone's different. Some people like it, some people don't like it. Um, but everyone has their own code. And I respect his decision. I think that was a admirable thing to do to watch your brother you know hold the belt while you become number one contender and not feel jealousy or hatred or bitterness towards him you're happy for him because his success is your success i respect that that's how i see that and now look it played out well so who do i 135 i'm trying to think he went up and fought what do you find at 135 again Aljo. that's right yeah Aljo backpacked the fuck out of him oh yeah they've already got the, the blueprint from thing and marab fucking good wrestler but also cardio Henry as well, great cardio, great recovery. When he got fucking stanky leg by Mighty Mouse, I like his composure. So we're looking at our timeline for Aljo. He lost by decision. He says if he loses this fight, he's going to hang it up for good. He also fired. Yeah, yeah, but on camera, I don't yeah. know. That whole thing was just fucking weird. You know what, though? Again, I saw someone post about it. I had a look at it. I was like, this could have been a private conversation, but they made it public. And I think... Um, homeboy handled it well. What do you think of Suhudo doing it on camera? Hey man, do what you gotta do, you know? I don't, 
I wouldn't have those conversations on public, but again, everyone does things different. But again, uh, I don't want to try and shit on the guy, but I'll just say like, he handled it well. Yeah, that's all I can say about that. Fight-wise, Cerudo, I say leg kicks, but you have to disguise them. Disguise them, because Cerudo has fucking powerful leg kicks, man. I think it was a Dona Cruzy fault. The way he was throwing those leg kicks, I was like, yo, I'd say leg kicks, but don't just throw them naked. Disguise them with the jab, with your shots, and Marab's just gonna fucking walk him down, grab him, take him down, and try and beat him up. Is Marab gonna be able to implement his normal game plan? We'll see. That's why, you know, I don't know. Paper can't fight paper. Because um, Henry, who knows how good his, or sharp his wrestling is right now, is gonna get caught early and then feel a type of way. Is he gonna be gassed? I don't think so. I don't think he's gonna be gassed, but you know, he could be. Anything that happened in this fight, so I have no idea if his um, game plan is gonna be as effective till they fight. We'll see. Um, he might be able to slow him down with the with the grappling and then just like box him on the inside against the fence. But again, Henry's got nice footwork as well. But I'll say his his thing is leg kicks. Official pick. I don't want to just pick against Henry. Yeah, a bit of skill set. We've yeah, seen, we've seen Henry strike. Yeah, I've seen the striking improves his boxing. So I feel I feel but like was always the same. Yeah, he's right. And also, Aljo has done what Marab wants to do to Henry, and Aljo probably knows, like, oh, Marab can definitely do this to Henry. Who knows? Yeah, we'll see. Uh, I want official pick. I want to go Henry. My my body's telling me Henry. Yeah. Yeah, the Okay, I'll go Henry on that one. Official. Does it go the, the distance? Yeah. I don't think he's gonna finish on Marab. Marab is funny as fuck, yeah, man. Have you even seen his content? I've seen on Twitter uh, sometimes, but I saw him dive headfirst into the thing. Yeah, that was rough because it looked like he just went. Dish. And he's been making some good comedy yeah. skits. I like his skits. Yeah, he's funny. He's funny. Mm -hmm. he seems like a friendly guy. GF Neal versus Ian Gary. Ian Gary was taken off UFC 296, where he was supposed to fight Vicente Luque, but he had pneumonia and had to be taken off the card. He was at the center of a lot of drama leading into that fight week. You know, seeing the way he gets better every fight, seeing the work he puts in, but he's got the right mentality. I want to get better. I want to you know, keep climbing up. With that all said, how do you think Ian shows up during fight week? I think Ian's fine. Um, I think he'll be, he's not going to be phased by uh, the things outside the cage. I think he's a guy that's got strong mentality. Jeff has to make this ugly. He can't be at a distance. He can't be right there thinking you're safe. You got to get in close, fucking put your head in his chest, box, nose to nose, forehead to forehead. Yeah, I don't think Ian's going to sleep on, on, on Jeff. I think he's going to take him seriously. But this fight, the way I see it, it'd be Ian keeping Jeff at bay and just touching him. And Jeff has to be smart and not get frustrated to rush in because yeah. then Ian can snipe him. And Jeff can still find a way to reach him. Like I say, if he just goes in there, um, not be dumb, but I'm saying like be smart with how you draw Ian's attacks. Fuck, it's actually going to be a good fight. Uh, this might be the sleeper fight. Yeah, I might change my mind. This might be the sleeper fight because the other one uh, with Justin and um, Marcus, I, I just I said sleeper because I'm like, uh, we know. Sleep's gonna happen in that fight, but um, this is a sleeper fight. This could be a moment for Ian. This could be a moment for him just to shh to everyone. If you if you if you live by their chairs, you die by their booze. So fuck him, fuck the noise. I'm gonna go with Ian on this one based on the fact of just footwork, striking IQ, and just constantly getting better. Does it go the distance? Ooh, Jeff's tough. Yeah, see, I think yeah, yeah, I think Ian stops him. Yeah. I like Jeff's style. I think he's a dog, but fuck, it's just sometimes, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Sometimes to shut us up. Rob Whitaker versus Paulo Costa. You have fought and knocked out both of these guys. We last saw Rob compete at International Fight Week last year. 
against Dracos Duplassies. Dracos finished him early in the second. Rob looked slow and tired. Rob came out and said recently that he was injured going into that fight and he should have pulled out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> On the other hand, Paula Costa has fought once a year since 2018 and did not fight in 2023. God damn. So he's fought five times in the last six years. <laughs> With a record of three and two. It's not the first fight week where Costa has pulled out of a fight. Does he make it into the octagon on fight night? I think this one he has to. If he doesn't, I think he's going to have some issues with the UFC brass. And that's just knowing them. Stylistically, let me see. I will say, I think Rob's going to wrestle him. Does he land, land the takedown? Yeah, Rob can definitely land the takedown. Maybe not early on. Early on, I think it'd be fucking hard. Rob will be at the distance. Faints, pump faking, doing this fucking oblique kick. Costa will... Nah, I don't think he'll try and bait Rob or anything like that. I think he'll go to Rob. Yeah, I think he might not respect Rob unless Rob gets some respect straight away with a jab or his leg kicks or right hand or something. Costa will try and walk him down. But if Rob's smart, don't get to the fence because that's where he'll bully you. Um, use good footwork. If Rob ends up behind the black line, that's when Costa's going to put that pressure and just try and body work him because he does his best work when people are on the fence. Footwork from, from Rob to stay away from the fence, Costa to win. He just has to, maybe, he doesn't really mix it up. He just, he barely kicks like low, low kicks or anything. He likes to box, boxing heavy. I think against Rob, that's very limited because Rob's like mixing. Body kicks. body kicks as well. Yeah, it's true. Not leg kicks, body kicks. Yeah. I feel Rob will win by decision, UD. He's gonna land a couple takedowns. Depends who shows up. He might rock Costa, but I don't think so. I don't think so. All right, and for the main event of the evening, Alex Volkanovski defends his featherweight championship versus Ilya Toporia. All right, I don't know how close you've been keeping your ear to the streets, but this is looking to be the most hyped featherweight fight since Conor Aldo. The way Ilya has been stirring the pot. Ilya put UFC featherweight champion in his bio. He's already started planning his first title defense and wants to defend in a stadium in Spain. The comments he's been making saying it'll be the easiest fight of his career, etc, etc, etc. What? What? Oh, man. But what do you think? As someone like you who likes to, you know, visualize, manifest, have, you have a lot of self-belief in your dreams or whatnot. I, think, I don't know. I think he's doing the right things for him. Every, look, this living is an art form and you can paint the the life you want. So he's painted a life he wants. That's dope. But um, again, you can't fake the funk. You can't. You have to be real. Look, Ilya, I love his boxing. I love the way he mixes it up, his wrestling. But I like his combination. Like, that guy rocked him as well. He's fighting this guy like a violent knockout. Boom, boom. And again, look, against the fence. I think it's going to be like UFC 253 uh, for me. Like, I think this is that, that story of like, you know, oh, this undefeated guy. Because before I fought Costa, bro, the streets, he went three rounds with Romero. That was a flex for them. He walked down Romero. Fuck are you going to do? And they're telling me this. I'm like, that's, that's your flex? Weird flex, but okay. And I said the same thing. I was like, look. Costa is only good because he fights punching bags. Alex is not going to be in the fence. He's going to go. He's not going to be by the fence. Alex's spatial awareness was when he's in the octagon, second to none. He knows where the black line is. He knows how to, you know, make sure he's the general. His movement. You watch the way he moves. Even against the the third fight against Max Holloway, he, Max was missing leg kicks. You know, because the distance it's, it's deceptive. Alex is like an orangutan, deceptively long reach and also his distance awareness and again i like the feeling it's like after his last fight people just no some people write him off but i don't think so i think that kind of people they made memes about him you know taking things on short notice he's got balls cojones 
But I feel like he's in this Michael Jordan thing right now where he's like, oh yeah. Or like a Tom Brady thing where he's like, oh yeah, these motherfuckers ain't. Okay, I'm gonna show them. I'm gonna show them. I like that energy for for Alex. Yeah, he's a dangerous man. And I've seen what he can do when I went to the gong. Yeah, I was uh, two weeks out. Fucking sharp, bro. Sharp. I was watching him spot. Yeah, this is gonna be different, man. Elaire is a beautiful fighter. I think his boxing is something that's magnificent to watch. I like the look that the Matador has been bringing to the game. Yeah, he's good for the sport. But you know who's great for the sport? Alexander Volkanovski. Official pick. Alexander the Great Volkanovski. I'm gonna go late stoppage round four. Yeah. Round four. KO submission? KO or TKO. Um, I think it's just going to exhaust him. It's different when you're in the championship rounds, but you have Alexander Volkanovsky in your face. You can have your training partners, you can have, but no one's going to simulate that in your face. You can have a fresh guy, but no one's going to simulate that in your face and tenacity like Volk does. Because you're like, I've just punched this guy or I've just missed every shot. Fuck, he keeps coming and it just it, it just it drowns people. I've seen it happen live in fights and in training. So yeah, I think that's what he's gonna do. Elias only shot is early on, one or two. After that, I see it just going downhill for, for him from there. But yo, that's my dog and I'm sticking to him. Roll the dice.